Thank you for listening to the Life Church of Kansas City, Missouri. Consider supporting by giving at tlckcmo.com, subscribing, and sharing this message with your friends. God bless you. Can we clap our hands one more time unto the Lord? Why don't somebody go ahead and shout, shout unto God just for a moment. Let's clap our hands unto the Lord. Forget about what's about to happen or what's going to happen. We're here in the moment and Jesus is here right now. If you believe that Jesus is here right now, why don't you clap your hands to the King of Kings, to the Lord of Lords, to the Alpha, the Omega. The Bible said, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice. In other words, I made up my mind that I will give God glory no matter what I'm going through, no matter where I'm at, no matter where in the service schedule I'm at, I'm gonna magnify the name of the Lord. Would somebody clap your hands and shout unto God because he's in this atmosphere, he's here right now, and absolutely anything is Amen. I am excited to be here as you remain standing. You can go back to your seats if you'd like. In the book of Esther, chapter 4, and verse 14. And I'd, <clears throat> as you turn there, I'd like to honor, thank you for raising the monitor up. I'd like to honor Bishop Gleason, my pastor, and this great church, my church. I love the people of God here. I love the Life Church. I love passing the Mantle Conference and every one of you that's here. And uh, I, I honor every one of you. I also want to take a moment to honor my wife and my two boys uh, who are with me. I appreciate them. I love them very, very much. And, of course, my brother and sister-in-law who came all the way from Los Angeles. I appreciate them as well and love them. And I'm glad that they're here today. I want to get into the word of the Lord, uh, Esther chapter 4. As you're turning there, I want to take one more moment and honor all of the speakers that are, are going to be preaching, those that have already preached. Uh, how many of you enjoyed uh, what Brother Caleb Gleason said yesterday? How many of you enjoyed that? And uh, I told Brother Caleb Gleason, I got to say his first and last name because we got two Caleb's here. And so I uh, told him yesterday, I said, man, you know, when you were preaching, I uh, was, you know, okay, God, I'm praying, you know, are, are you going to keep him on that message or are you going to let him go ahead and just move on because he's starting to get into the message you gave me, you know, so I was going to take it as confirmation. Amen. God works that way. And I appreciate Brother Caleb Herring ministering the word of God the way he did last night. How many of you were blessed by the word and the prophetic door that was open last night? There was an opportunity for you to operate in the prophetic last night. I don't know if you, many of you tapped into that. Some of you noticed that and begin to speak in the word of knowledge or give a word of prophecy. And uh, I believe as the Lord has given me direction tonight, um, I'm going to just kind of piggyback on what they've already said and give direction for where we are at in this moment. I feel the Holy Ghost in the book of Esther chapter four and verse 14, the uh, the Bible says, as you are there with me, verse 14, For if thou altogether holdest thy peace at this time, then shall their enlargement and deliverance arise to the Jews from another place. But thou and thy father's house 
shall be destroyed. And who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this? In verse 15, then Esther bade them, return Mordecai this answer, go gather together all the Jews that are present in Shushan and fast ye for me and neither eat nor drink three days, night or day. I also my handmaidens will fast likewise and so will I go in unto the king, which is not according to the law. I want everyone to hear this next part. And if I perish, I perish. If I die, I die. I want to talk to you for a brief moment on this topic. The time is now. Turn to your neighbor and say, the time is now. Would you lift your hands all over this place? Jesus, we thank you for the privilege to be here right now. Would you lift your voice with me? Everyone in this house, Jesus, we thank you for the opportunity to be here right now. I pray, God, that you would have your way. Would you anoint my mind and loose my tongue to speak your word here today? In the name of Jesus, I loose the gift of faith in this atmosphere. And I thank you for every miracle that you're going to do, for every great thing you're going to do in this place. Would you give God all the glory and all the honor? And would you clap your hands one more time under the King of Kings? Just for a moment, I want us to forget about this schedule. You're on my time right now. Forget about this schedule. That's all right. Would you clap your hands? Would you magnify God? If he's ever done anything for you, if you're expecting God to do the miraculous, we are in a building where God is in. The angels of the Lord are in this place. And because God Almighty is here right now, absolutely anything is possible. If you believe that, why don't you shout unto God with the voice of triumph. If you don't feel like shouting, that's the best time to do it. If you don't feel like clapping, that's the best time to do it. Somebody let the enemy know what you tried to lay on me. It has not worked. The strongholds you've tried to put on me, they have been destroyed. I've still got a hand clap. I've still got a shout. I've still got a praise. Go ahead, go ahead. Somebody just let that go a little bit longer. I feel like somebody wants to let loose and magnify the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and tell them the time is now. And after that, you may be seated. The book of Esther, chapter 4 and verse 14, we, we find that Esther in this particular account is in a predicament, in a place that she maybe was not prepared to be in. And now this man Haman has decided to make this decree or get the king to make a decree to destroy the children of Israel, to wipe them out of that province, out of that kingdom. And in that particular portion of the story, it comes up that Mordecai, her uncle, begins to tell her, listen, you have to do something about where we are at. They were in a political predicament, if you will. They were in a place that they were uncomfortable with, and their uh, whole life, the Israelites, their entire uh, people would be wiped out in that kingdom if something did not happen that was miraculous. We are in a time as people of God and as uh, a nation, if you will, we are in a time that if something miraculous does not happen, then we're in big trouble. 
We're in a time that we are depending upon the supernatural. We were talking about earlier today, when we had some coffee with, with Pastor and a few others, and we were talking about the supernatural. It needs to take place. We are not in a time where we should be moving away from the supernatural, moving away from demonstration or the apostolic power of the Holy. I mean, you understand what I'm saying here today. We are in a time as people of God that if there ever was a time you were going to walk in authority, if there ever was a time you were going to walk in the Holy Ghost, if there ever was a time that you decided, I don't care how young you are, how old you are, how long you've been in this thing, it doesn't matter. If there ever was a time that you were going to pray, that you were going to fast, that you were going to believe. That time is upon us now. I'm not waiting for the next revival. I'm not waiting for the next pass in the mantle. That time is upon us right now. The time to see the blind eye open. The time to see the deaf ears unstopped. The time to see the dead raised. The time to see the lame walk in the name of Jesus. The time is upon us. And God will use anybody and everybody that desires to be used. Would you clap your hands under the Lord for a moment? And Esther in that moment recognizes as Mordecai explains, you may be in the kingdom and in this situation for such a time as this. It wasn't planned. And as Brother Caleb Herring mentioned last night, the inadequacies, you can imagine that you all and not myself and others have dealt with uh, in walking in the realm of the Spirit and trying to maneuver in new places and new ways in the realm of the prophetic. You can imagine the inadequacies that we constantly think about, the things of our past uh, that begin to creep in. And Esther, who is completely unqualified, completely unequipped, uh, I mean, she wasn't even a full adulthood yet uh, but she stood there and recognized uh, as she would tell Mordecai go tell everyone to pray and to fast uh, because I realize we are hanging on a miracle I recognize we are literally on the edge of something uh, and if they don't pray they don't fast uh, I'm going to go before the king and if I die I die I wish somebody in this hour had that type of mentality man I might not know all the ins and outs uh, of how to be apostolic uh, I might not know all the ins and outs uh, of how this thing really works. Uh, but man, if I'm going to try, if I fail, I fail. But if I succeed, uh, I succeed in the Holy Ghost. Uh, I wish there's somebody in this place uh, that recognize uh, that now is the time. Not worried about your insecurities. Not worried about your past mistakes. Not worried about uh, what happened yesterday or the day before. I'm not, I'm not suggesting that you don't need to pray and fast. That you don't need to read the word and seek after God. But what I am telling you is you don't need to be brother so and so to see the miracles and the things of God.
You don't need to wait. There's people waiting. Man, I can't wait to preach that message behind that pulpit. Man, I can't wait for that conference. I can't wait for that opportunity. Man, I can't wait until it comes upon me. When the door is open, oh, that will be the time. No, the time is now. We don't have time here today to wait and hope and wish that it's going to come upon us. The mantle has already been passed, as Bishop explained. All we've got to do is walk in the authority of the Holy Ghost. Somebody clap your hands if you understand what I'm talking about today. Revelation is happening right now in this building. Daniel and the three Hebrew boys would stand before the king. The fire raged in the fire. The flames literally being raised higher and higher. And as they stand there, you can imagine these young men, about 17 to 20 years old. All the 17 and 20-year-olds, so why don't you stand up? Real quick, everyone's 17 to 20 years old. Everyone under 20, I want you all to stand up. Would you do that right now? Everyone under 20, real quick, real quick. These are all the Esthers. These are all the Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego's. Remain standing. These are all the ones that in this hour, while you may be looking, man, I can't wait for this next pass in the mantle. I can't wait for what God is going to do in five years. I can't wait for what God is going to do when I graduate high school and when I graduate college and when I do this and when I finally get married and do all that, all these other things in life that people call success and so on. When I finally get that job or finally get to that door, that place uh, that I've always been wishing and hoping for. No, no, no. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were in an environment that they were forced into. Uh, in that moment, the political area around around them begin to change and the decree was made that if they did not bow that if they were to give in if they were to, to not give in to what the king had decreed that they would be thrown into the fire and in that moment they had to have already decided they were going to serve the Lord I believe they made that decision a long time ago I believe they had already made that decision a long time ago. And as they're standing before the king, you can imagine in that moment, uh, they say, look, king, we're not going to bow. We're not even careful, as a matter of fact, to answer you on the subject because we already know that God can deliver us. We already know that God will deliver us. Uh, and even if God doesn't deliver us, just like Esther said, uh, if I perish, I perish. Uh, but I'm not going to quit now. I'm not going to give in to the world. I'm not going to give into the pressure around me. I'm not going to give in to what the schoolmate might say. I'm not going to give in to what the teachers might say. I'm not going to give in to what the professors might speak in their antichrist jargon. But I believe that there is only one God and his name is Jesus. I've already made up my mind that there is no other way than the way through Jesus Christ. Are there any apostolic believers in this house right now that say, man, it doesn't matter how hot the flames get. I know that I know that I am going to walk in the authority of the Holy Ghost. I know there's no other way. Why don't you clap your hands one more time under the Lord? And as they're standing there, the king 
is looking at them, you can imagine they might be afraid for a moment because the enemy is beginning to speak against them. And as the enemy is beginning to speak against them, you can think of the state in which they're in and the fact that, well, you know what? We don't have the tools. We don't have the words. We might not walk in authority like brother so-and-so and prophet so-and-so and elder so-and-so. But you know what? They recognize, man, there's no way in this world that we're going to bow. We recognize we've also been brought to the kingdom for such a time as this. And verse 27, I got to move on, says this, and the princes, the governors, and the captains after the, the three Hebrew boys came out of the fire, and the king's counselors, now all the leaders, are standing around watching what's going on. It says, being gathered together, saw these men, Daniel chapter 4, and it says that uh, upon whose bodies the fire had no power, nor was an hair of their heads singed, neither were their coats changed, nor the smell of fire had passed on them. And Nebuchadnezzar spake and said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And we'll skip down to verse 29. Therefore, I make a decree, the king says. This is the enemy, by the way. This is the one ready to throw them in the fire. That every people, nation, and language which speak anything amiss against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut into pieces and their houses shall be made a dunghill because there is no other God that can deliver after this sword. All the three Hebrew boys did was stand in that hour. All they did was recognize, wait, hold on, this is our opportunity. This is the time for us to really believe what we believe. This is the time to walk in authority. And when they came out of the fire, all of a sudden that entire kingdom began to change and recognize that God that you and I serve is the one true living God. I can't wait to see what happens when you walk into your school and you haven't bowed to the voices of society and all of a sudden your classmates begin to say, man, maybe your God really is God. Maybe that Holy Ghost thing you've been talking about is really what I need. Now is the time today. Why don't you turn to your neighbor and say, the time is now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to carry on. I I was uh, talking to a friend of mine. He's, his name is Jacob Torres. Some of you may know him. And I was asking him a few questions. He's out preaching in the streets of L.A. Now, I'm originally from Los Angeles, and Los Angeles is nothing like Kansas City. We got it good here. I love coming back to Kansas City and resting at home for a couple of days. Los Angeles, you can't do that. And I would also, at times, walk the streets there in Skid Row, and there's a place we'd preach. Well, he decided to preach there on the street, you know. Someone could have said, well, I'm looking for a pulpit. I'm looking for a time. But he began to tell me, he said, there was a man that came up while I was preaching there on the street, just grabbed the, the horn there and started ministering the Word of God. The man came up who was clearly a drug addict, he said, who was on the floor smelling dirty. And the man came with tears in his eyes, and he said, listen, man, as he pulled the knife out and the brass knuckles, he said, Jacob, I don't know any other way of life, but I want what you have. And all of a sudden, Jacob took the brass knuckles and the knife, and, and he traded it for a Bible, he said, and he said, listen, this is your weapon now. This is your sword. 
He laid hands on that man in the middle of the day and that man began speaking with other tongues as the power of God gave him the utterance. Had there been no Jacob, that man had never received the gift of the Holy Ghost. Now is the time to be apostolic. Now is the time to walk in the authority of the Holy Ghost. If you get a word in a moment, begin to prophesy. When you feel the authority of God come on you, lay hands and watch what God will do in this place. On another occasion, a, a lady was, was there while Jacob was preaching. She walked up, had a tumor the size of a basketball there on her stomach, and he began preaching there in the streets. And, and all of a sudden, he confronted her as she walked on up, and she had demons uh, that were manifesting. He commanded them to come out. Uh, and after that, after they had all come out, uh, and a big old deal happened, she looked down. Uh, after she was speaking with other tongues, she looked down and realized uh, there was no more tumor. The basketball side tumor had completely disappeared. I'm telling you today that if I, man, I wish there was somebody like a Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I wish there was somebody like an Elisha that said, you know what? I'm going to see if this mantle thing really works. I'm going to see if this Jesus thing really works. I'm going to see if people really will be healed in the name of Jesus Christ. Why don't you clap your hands one more time and magnify the Lord. Go ahead. I feel something happening right now. Why don't you clap your hands and shout unto God? God's going to heal people right now. It's going to happen now all over this building. God is going to heal people here right now. If you want a miracle, why don't you stand to your feet and begin to clap your hands because Jesus is in this building. I'm not waiting for tomorrow. If you're waiting for another time, I'm telling you in the Holy Ghost that time is upon us. The time for revival is on us. The time, Pastor, to start that work, it is upon us. That time to go to the next city, it is upon us now. Why don't you remain standing as you're there? Everyone, would you stand with us? Brother Randy Wade is here in this building right now. And I spoke to him a few hours ago on the phone to get some details and some facts right about what happened in his life. It was back in February of 2018. And he began to tell me, he said, I walked into the doctor, was diagnosed with cancer. Originally, they told him, you've only got uh, four months to live. They recognized afterward that, uh, you know, it was just cancer. And cancer is still a pretty scary thing. And so he continued on. And we, we were here on, on 5 a.m. prayer meetings around that time in April. I remember being here. And a few of us, I'm going to call a few people out. Brother Adam, Sister Michaela Gleason, if you're here. And, and uh, Sister Gabby Bowman, if you all are here, would you mind to come on out to the front and just stand right here? if you will. And I, I uh, as they're coming, I, I remember, you know, he began to tell me and the prayer meeting took place and we took needs. And as we begin to take needs, I said, now, now who, who has a need here? And they said, well, brother Randy Wade is at home right now and he's sick with cancer in his body. Now these aren't, you know, everyone that's, that's in ministry, that's ministering all the time. These are just people that were hungry here at 5 a.m. in the morning to seek the face of God. And I said, all right, we're going to pray. Y'all remember that? We're going to pray. And when we begin to pray, I want you, when you feel ready, I want you to go and lay hands. Go to Brother Wade's house, and I want you to knock on the door and lay hands on Brother Randy Wade. 
Brother Randy Wade, after they went, laid hands on him, prayed in the name of Jesus Christ, that same Jesus that's here in this building that's living inside of you. When they begin to pray, Brother Randy Wade told me today, he said, man, I went to the doctor the very uh, within that next visit. I went to the doctor and they're looking at my test and they can't find any more cancer inside of me. The tests were all coming back negative. It's 2021. Brother Wade, come on up here. And he is still cancer free today. I wish somebody would clap your hands and magnify the Lord. Because I feel like God is going to heal cancer again. I'm telling you, God's going to deliver again. I'm telling you, God is going to heal your body now. Arthritis is going to go in the name of Jesus. Diabetes has got to go in the name of Jesus Christ because the time is now. Brother Wade, why don't you stay up here? Brother Randy, why don't you stay up here now? I'm, I'm, I'm finished already. All of those that have something going on in your body, you want God to heal you. I want you to come on down to the front. Quickly. You want God to heal you. It's really that simple. I want you to do that. Would you come on down to the front? You want God to heal you. These people are all filled with faith right here. Now, there's a, now I know there's a, there's a lot of people in this building right now they say, you know what? I, I'm the one with faith. I believe. I want you to come on down. I want you to find somebody. Stand in front of them, if you will. Find some of those that came up and said, I need a miracle. There's several. There's many here in the front right now. I want you to come. I want you to come. Some of the people I've been talking to, you say, man, I got faith. You might not know how. You may never have done this before. You might not be preaching here, preaching there, but I'm telling you, you have the power of the Holy Ghost. If Elisha had just grabbed that mantle and said, well, that was a great opportunity when I saw it fall from the chariot. That was a great time. I remember that one time in history. It could have been a part of his memorabilia, a part of, of something he once saw at one time. But he grabbed that mantle and walked over the water and, and he tried it out, said, man, I want to see double of what that man of God saw. And you can read throughout the word that Elisha did not stay still with that mantle. He did not stay still with what already passed. Uh, he saw double the thing that Elijah saw. And Bishop said it earlier yesterday. He got up here and said five years ago, and I felt the Holy Ghost all over me when he said it. Five years ago, the Lord spoke to him and said, the mantle has already been passed. You know what that means? You've already got it. Don't wait for another opportunity. The time is now. So why don't you lay hands on somebody right now in front of you? Why don't you go ahead and do that all over this place? And I'm going to speak a word of faith. I want us all to shout hallelujah on the count of three as we shout hallelujah. I'm telling you, God is going to begin to heal your body. Would you go ahead and worship the name of the Lord all over this building? You've got it. You've got it. You've got it right now. Right now. I'm telling you, the blind to see, the deaf to hear, in the name of Jesus, cancer has got to go. There's an army of apostolic people here right now. Go ahead. You want to be a part of this? Come on down. You want to be a part of this? Come on down. 
In the name of Jesus, right now, we're going to shout hallelujah on the count of three. Everybody right now, by the authority of the Word of God and by the power that's in the name of Jesus Christ, I command every one of you to be healed in the name of Jesus. Everybody, let's shout hallelujah. One, two, three. Hallelujah. Now, it's happening now. I feel the angel of the Lord in this building, begin to minister healing all over this place. Yeah, 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 that's it, the time is now, it's here.